in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. It has been hectic for me. We went away for the weekend just to get away and didn't do any work the whole time we were gone. And holy cow, we are paying for that this week. And it's cold. Just have to put some lotion on my hands and then the background noise will stop. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to a bonus episode of Christine's FLR podcast. This episode was first heard on my Patreon and the Wisdom app. Search at Christine Kellogg for both. Now, let's get into it. Here we come in. Okay, so today I kind of wanted to address society views of my female-led relationship or just female-led relationships in general versus the reality of my female-led relationship and what it really looks like. I think there are a lot of misconceptions about this lifestyle and what it actually looks like behind closed doors. The first view is I think society or what I've come across, society sees or hears of a female-led relationship and automatically goes to BDSM or some sort of kink play that way. Like I've said this before, like I'm leading my husband around naked by his cock cage with a leash attached to it. And while that would be fun for me, that is not the case at all. Somebody, I mean, we have kids in our house, so our relationship dynamic is probably not visible to most unless they've had experience in this dynamic. People would just see my husband as a doting husband that does whatever he can to make my life easier, which is pretty much the foundation of our female-led relationship. He genuinely enjoys doing things for me. Uh, He enjoys doing small things that make my life easier. So the real life view of our female-led relationship is, you know, my husband has the freedom to move around the house freely and is always fully clothed. Now at camp, that's a whole nother situation, but there's no kids there. So our dynamic from an outsider's view would probably look quite vanilla. To be honest, it's not something that is overly obvious 
to someone who doesn't know what a female-led relationship is. Another view that society has of or that I've come across regarding our female-led relationship is that I abuse my husband or that submissives are abused. That is entirely not the case, at least not in my dynamic. My husband is spoiled rotten, really, and he does not actually get abused from me, though he would probably like some abuse, which is a whole nother topic on, you know, the punishments and things like that and how they can be stress relievers for a submissive. Again, a whole nother topic. However, my husband is not abused. And also, again, from an outsider looking in, I pretty much handle the running of the house because he is the main income earner. And he works all day. I work from home. I mean, I do work, but he is the sole provider. So our dynamic works in the fashion that I cook most of the suppers, unless it's on a weekend. Sometimes I'll be like, you cook supper, I don't want to, or you cook lunch, I don't feel like it, whatever the case may be. But generally, I cook all the meals, I clean the house, I do the laundry because I choose to. Part of that could just be to that I have OCD. I don't know. It has to be done my way because obviously that's the right way. And that's something that I'm working on because that's entirely not the case. But our relationship is very, for lack of a better term, vanilla looking from the outside. And again, that has a lot to do with the fact that we have children in the house and my mom lives with me. And, you know, you can't really exercise this dynamic to its fullest potential when those elements exist. Now, we, I don't know if I've mentioned this on here before I have in my podcast that we are residents at a clothing optional lifestyle campground. And generally my youngest spends the summers with his dad. And then our girls are 17 and 18. So we spend almost every weekend there. That dynamic looks significantly different because we have that freedom. We are able to do things that we wouldn't be able to do at home. And it much more resembles the female-led relationship that most people think of when they think of a female-led relationship. I mean, again, it's not whips and chains and handcuffs, though that's not out of the realm of possibility. Another thing that I run into a lot is society viewing submissive men as weak or not even necessarily submissive men, just men. You know, you get that comment of, oh, your balls are in her purse. Well, that's where they should be. I think for any relationship, you make the effort, whether it's a dynamic, this dynamic, any dynamic, you take the time and make the effort to do nice things for your partner. And that goes both ways. You don't, the stigma that's attached to men being weak because they do things for their wives or If their wife asks them to do something, they just do it and don't argue or procrastinate. Automatically signifies not being a real man. That really bothers me. But speaking specifically of submissive men, 
and being weak, that is exactly the opposite. Submissive men are stronger than most men. I mean, if you really think about it in any type of dynamic that is dom-sub, slave-master, whatever it is, the submissive is the key to making it all work. You can't dominate someone that doesn't choose to be dominated. I mean, they're the key. In my case specifically, my submissive is the key to this whole dynamic. I can't dominate him if he isn't willing to, to do it. I can't make him do what I say. I mean, I do make him do what I say, but that's because that's our dynamic. You can't force somebody to do something or you shouldn't be forcing somebody to do something that they are not comfortable with doing. And on that note also, I mean, my husband works not as much since COVID. Things have really kind of slowed down for him in his area of work, but I mean, he works some long days. His job is very labor intensive. And then, you know, he's more than ready and willing to come home and do whatever I tell him. If that was me doing, I hate his job. I've helped him do work before and I despise it. I don't know how he's done it for 30 years. I can't stand it. However, he obviously has a different view on it. I don't know that I would want to come home And then on top of that, have to do more things for my partner. I mean, that's an interesting fact. I guess I've never thought of switching the roles so much. But I mean, he comes home from a hard day of work and it doesn't matter how tired he is. If I say rub my feet, he does it. And he doesn't, he doesn't like bitch about it or he's not angry about it. He doesn't roll his eyes about it. He just does it. And I think mainly because One, I told him to, and two, he genuinely enjoys taking care of me. It's not like work to him. It's almost like a reward. People think that this is only a dynamic that you can live out in the bedroom or, or some people think you, you can't do a female-led relationship just in the bedroom. And really, you choose how you want to live your dynamic and fucking live it. Whatever is right for you is the perfect dynamic. There's no rule book that says, oh, you, you have to do this, this, and this to be in a real female-led relationship. That's not the case. And if that's one thing that I could change, that, that would be it. I mean, everybody is different. And what everybody enjoys is different. And you have to create the life that you want to live in a way that makes you happy, like truly happy. You get one life, live it to the fullest. And this is how we choose to live our life. And we are extremely happy. I have never been more in love with a human being than I am with my husband. He is really, truly, I believe, my soulmate. And nobody has ever understood me more. And he opened me up to all of this. And I don't know that if... I mean, maybe if we weren't living a female-led relationship, we would still have the open lines of communication that we have. But I think the female-led relationship is a big part of it because communication in any lifestyle dynamic or any dynamic whatsoever is so important. Even if there is no dynamic, you have to have communication. You have to communicate with your partner about everything. I mean, 
there's things that I've told my husband that I would have never, I don't even, there's things I maybe wouldn't have even told my closest friends that I've told my husband. And our communication is completely judgment free. We are 100% honest and open with each other. If there's something that he's into that I'm like, "Mm, I don't really think I'm into that. You know, we'll talk about it. Maybe why, why are you not into that? What is it about that that you're not into? And, you know, just kind of discuss and see if the reason I'm not specifically into that thing has to do anything with, here we are, full circle, society's view of that specific thing. I have a lot of things ingrained in my brain from how I grew up. And it's amazing what I have been able to experience once I set those aside and really just focus on how it makes me feel if I enjoy it. And honestly, if you have consent and you're obviously not, I mean, there's guidelines, don't, whatever. As long as you have consent and it's between two consenting parties, just enjoy the moment, be in the moment and really see, explore if it's something that, it, that you enjoy. Female-led relationships are not for everyone and that is totally okay. I'm not here to push my dynamic on anyone. But I will say this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And I really attribute that to it being a female-led relationship. That may not be the case for everybody. And, you know, it's really hard to do anything in the lifestyle with the different stigmas that are attached to everything. You know, you're real worried about people finding out the life you live. And for a long time, I think I felt ashamed. Like I had to hide it from everybody because it wasn't the the norm. You know, I wasn't in a regular old vanilla relationship. And after meeting my husband, talking about this, and the more we lived this dynamic, the more I saw the the complete benefits to it. Take the sex completely out of it. Just specifically concentrate on the actual foundation of the relationship, the excellent communication, the ability to try new things with each other and not be embarrassed if things go wrong. Because let me tell you, anything can go wrong. And just having a partner that something goes wrong, we can laugh at it and not be embarrassed about it. And I just am to a point where I really don't care what anybody thinks. I know my relationship is rock solid. I'm happier than I've ever been. And this is the lifestyle I choose to lead. If you don't like me because of that, we probably weren't meant to be in each other's lives because if you were my friend, and I say this all the time too, if you were my friend before you found out about my dynamic and now you don't want to be my friend, we probably shouldn't have been friends from the get-go. I'm the same person that I was. If anything, I'm more open and non-judgmental. I mean, growing up in a small town, you can get some very closed-minded views. And I'm not saying it's that way for all small towns by any means, but just the way I grew up. I mean, if somebody would have told me when I was in my 20s that this is the life I would be living, I would say, you're fucking crazy. Because I was on the path of 
You get married, you buy the house, you have the kids, you get the dog, you work at the same job. And there's just so much out there. There's so much more out there than that. Like I never would have ever even given a second thought to being an erotic voiceover actress, doing voiceover in general, never anything that crossed my mind. I guess the whole moral of the story is sometimes it's best to just open your mind and listen without judgment and talk to people, learn about them, maybe understand why they do the things they do and not be judgmental. It might not be for you, but you can still be a decent human being. So I think the whole point to my whole talk is society sees things one way, but Maybe ask some questions and learn for yourself and really take a look at the thing that you're maybe being a little judgmental to. And everybody can be judgmental at times. Just try to keep an open mind because there's that saying, you don't know anybody else's struggles. I mean, just be kind, be a decent human being. And if you have questions about something, ask. I mean, if you have questions about a female-led relationship and you want to ask me, ask. I'm more than happy to answer questions. Just don't be a dick about it. That sucks. I get a lot of that. Anyway, that's my TED Talk for the day. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week and take care, everyone, and stay healthy. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that something that was said in this episode was useful to you. As always, all of my contact info is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to support my podcast, please find me on Patreon. Your support is truly appreciated. Have a great weekend. Be a good human being and take care of each other. Mwah!